Dreams, dreams are important. Nate Robinson has a dream. Yeah. Basketball player, slam dunk champion, five foot nine. Five foot nine. Played like for the Knicks. Spud Webb, but taller. A little bit taller. Spud Webb is, I think, five seven. Five seven. Yeah. Uh, also, one of my favorite players mm-hmm. ever. Uh, Nate Robinson wants to play in the NFL, despite yeah. the fact that he's on the wrong side of thirty. Over thirty. Yeah. Isn't he barely in the NBA anymore? He's. I think that's why he wants to play in the NFL because you know, you know what's really known is if you're. Basically, over the hill in the sport you're playing in, you can usually find a home playing professional oh, football. Yeah. You don't need athleticism at all in uh, young. You know, age has no purpose in football. You you can't run around with people on a small NBA court back and forth. You could probably outrun people on a football field. All the running backs in football are over thirty. Thank you, every <laughs> single one of them. In fact, usually they start playing at thirty. Oh yeah. They go. They work, go work at a construction site. After all that banging on their body, by the age thirty, they're ready to be really good. Yeah, now they're tough, like leather. You got to beat leather, Brent, in mm-hmm. order to toughen it up. Yeah. Do you ever play rock paper scissors leather? I have not. Uh, what is rock paper scissors leather? It's like rock paper scissors, but you also add leather. What What does leather do? It gets penetrated by the by the stick. What's What's the stick? Rock paper sticks leather. You also add sticks. I don't make the rules. It's just what it is. You know, rock, paper, scissors, stick. Anyway, it's that mix of uh, lack of athleticism and lack of football acumen that really makes me think Nate Robinson's dream is destined for greatness. Well, he's probably athletic enough, but he's just too old to start right now. Yeah. Well, he, because he, by the time he would become good at the NFL or could learn all the things, he would be like 33 and then he'd be out of the league. Well, here's the deal. He played one year of college uh, football. He played defensive back. That's who wants to play in the NFL. And he played his freshman year at Washington, what, over a decade ago. Mm-hmm. And he had two interceptions in his freshman year, like 30 tackles. So that means you're ready for the NFL, He's right? Five nine corner. There's a lot of and a lot of the corners are bigger than that now. Well, it's not. You know what? Um, he is trying to try out with the Seattle uh, Seahawks, and they don't really have a lot of talent on that defense. So it's probably going to be easy to crack that. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Not sure about that. Boy, I feel like that statement was deliberately false. Right? Wow. What happened? But what do you think? Should he, did he, is there a chance he gets on with a team like the Browns? No. Would he want to go to a team like the Browns even if they'd have him? I hope not. <laughs> I hope he has some professional pride I left. I don't like Nate Robinson, so I hope not. Yeah. I want to respect him. But he would make it hard if the only team he could get on was the worst team in football that wins all. All its games this year. Oh, wait. Loses all its games this year. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, no. Follow your dreams. Follow your dreams. Yeah, but, you know, they have to be feasible dreams. Follow your feasible... That fits on a Follow your feasible dreams? Follow your feasible dreams. How about this one? Follow your dreams unless they're stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Does that count? That's what my my parents used to say. Is that right? Yeah. That sounds about right. (laughs) Hey, everybody. You are back for... The next thrilling chapter of Raisin Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And this is episode 140, Brent. We've done a literal 140 of these. Yeah. Including this one. One third of the way to 420. Uh, yeah. That is that's something that's, that, that, is a, that is a factual statement. that happens. That wouldn't apply to either of us. I'm just so. saying that because I just came back from Denver and like, it seemed like everybody was smoking weed in Denver. That's right. You were at a... It's true because that is literally what they do in Denver. I pull into town, and the first thing I see is this Rocky Mountain High Dispensary, oh, and then geez. next to it, a head shop. I was like, wow, this is... This is amazing. Yeah. What, uh, so you were there for a wedding. I was. 
Not not you. I, first, I thought you were there on rehab assignment for your finger. No. Do we have an update on the finger situation? Yeah, I got the stitches out today. All right. You want to see my finger? Not here. really. Let's take this bandage off. Let's just. Then you can you to... could keep that on. No, here. here no, I've go. seen I've seen pictures. There we go. That's really good enough for me. I took updated pictures today. Let me you took updated today. pictures today. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, I asked. <laughs> More. Uh, look at that. There's the Wolverine claws Ugh. sticking out. Ugh. Gross. And then it's still like pretty. You know, Ugh, it looks like better. A, it's like a scab now. It's yeah. better. Is it? It's better. It still looks like that though. It's not better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what I hear you saying is no Xbox for two months. Is that what I heard? That's incorrect. Oh, I will make it work, Ray. Oh, okay. For the good of the show. For the good of the show. There it is. Hey, did you see that there's a uh, 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 what's the new Telltale that's coming out that looks really good? Batman. Batman, and then there was something Walking else. Walking Dead season three is coming. Yes. With Clementine. Well, seasons one and two were also with Clementine. I know, but, you know, now she's older. Said she's older. Older Clementine. She made it. Well, of course she made it. I dropped she her off it. at that camp, and now she's fine with the baby. Oh, I left her in the middle of a bunch of zombies. That was a bad I idea. ran off by myself. You know what I say? Bad job, you. That's how I saw an ice cream truck. I followed the ice cream truck. Sorry, Clementine. I need some ice creams. That was a literal ice cream truck. You literally dropped your controller, and the zombies were eating her as you ran down the street to get ice cream. Yeah. It's not going to be in the game. You know what? And then I didn't go back and fix it. So I say good choice to you. Yeah. I think, I think you got to make choices in this life, and yes, uh, that was right. one of them that That's you did. Right. Uh, yeah, and I'm also excited about that Batman. I don't know why. Like Sometimes I'm disappointed by them, but I, it seems like I always get sucked into those Telltale games. Yeah. Well, you, you finished Minecraft Story Mode. Well, it's not finished, but... Well, they haven't I'm, released I'm, the I'm, final uh, episode. There's three episodes left. Yeah. They actually did they had four, and then they started a new arc. So there's yep. four more. So it's like they did two seasons. I like it. Yeah. But they just kind of threw them together. I, I need to finish episode four Pretty of Minecraft fun, Story Mode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, although I've heard the early reviews are that Batman one is not good. Really? That's Yeah. That's, that's the scuttlebutt. Uh, I read some people saying that Bruce Wayne was amazing. That's, yes. They said Bruce Wayne is good, but the Batman sequences are... Well, I don't want to ruin the surprise because I know you're not into comic books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruce Wayne is Batman. No, you, no that can't be true. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, here's what happened. One is a rich uh, billionaire. The other one is a crime fighter. I don't see how the... His, oh, I could see that. His parents were uh, leaving the opera with yeah. young Bruce. Yeah. And they're walking down this alley called Crime Alley. Which uh, it's, it's a strange alley to choose like, to walk down by yourself. Seems like a bad idea. Uh, and then all of a sudden, there's like pearls flying in the air in slow motion. Okay. Uh, getting robbed. And he doesn't want to give up his money. Okay. And, and young Bruce is staring. You can see the reflection of this bad guy in okay. there. Yeah. And he shoots his parents. And then pearls fly up in the air in slow motion. Bruce Wayne shoots his parents. No, no, no. The bad guy in Crime Alley. They should have known that at Crime Alley, huh. criminals are like, oh, Crime Alley, I should hang out there. You know, not the place you walk with your fancy jewelry and $100 bills hanging out of your pockets. Thank you. Not if you can help it. So anyway, that's young Bruce Wayne. Okay. And then uh, he falls into a cave where a bunch of bats come out, and then he turns into Batman. And then he turns into Val Kilmer. Yeah. And Val Kilmer couldn't get back out of the cave because he was too fat. He was too fat. He yeah. couldn't crawl out, so he had to learn how to fly. That's right. That's it. I think we've just. I think we just destroyed Batman. So anyway, yeah, <laughs> Bruce Wayne is Batman. Wow. Just I don't want to spoil it for you, but also we have to do it to, so I could talk to you about that. The more you know. That's right. Uh, we got stuff we're going to talk about this week. We get a little bit about Major League Baseball. Uh, talk about the NFL, maybe uh, Game of Thrones and Preacher. Game of Thrones finale, Brent. Maybe mm-hmm. the best episode they've ever done. 
That's what you were uh, saying. It was, I, it was definitely better than last week, and everyone was saying last week was one of the best ones. It was pretty great. Yeah. And I, well, I, I came home last night, played some Wasteland 2. Great mm-hmm. game. And then I watched Game of Thrones from 3 to 4 in the morning. So I watched it from 2.30. We were watching it at the same time because I didn't get home from Denver until like 2 in the morning. Is that right? Yeah. So there you go. Should, we should have uh, opened up a group text. That's right. While we were watching it. In any case, we have all those things and more to talk about after three seconds of Big Audio Dynamite. If I had my time again, I would do it all the same. And I'd change a single thing, even when I was the blind. Now, with NBA season's done, believe it or not, Brent, NHL season has passed us as well. We really didn't even talk about and the. Now it's pretty much just baseball for a little bit, huh? Great champion, the Pittsburgh Penguins. How are your Tigers we doing? Don't care. Uh, we're 500. Oh. Not as, your, not as well as I'd hope. Well, I would say like the the greater uh, question I guess is like how you know how do you do against the good teams like Cleveland? They're <laughs> running away with the division. What is their record against Cleveland? When I said let's talk about baseball this episode, I knew this would be the first thing that you would mention. Well, <laughs> it is we're zero and nine. What? But baseball's like a thing. Like everyone's five and four or six and three against each other. You would think. Oh, and nine. It's not good. And it's not even like they've been close games. They have not been close. <laughs> they got blown out in three it's straight games crazy. at home. Yes. We, we, we swept Seattle Mariners four games in a row at home. Yeah. Had three with Cleveland. You saw I was excited coming into the series. Mm-hmm. Like, here we go. We're going to get over them. Hey, I was excited, too. I, didn't I send you a text? Yep. Hey, be our fullback. Be our fullback. And, well, we were Cleveland's fullback. <laughs> no, you just let the – you just – We let them up the hole. You just let J.J. Watt just, like, run straight – bull rush you into the quarterback. You know what it is? is if we're like, we're for the defensive tackle, and we turn around and start hitting our own guys. Yes. Exactly. And help the fullback yes. get through the Thank hole. You. Oh, gosh. You played the swinging door, not the, it was bad. Not it was the bad. fullback. Hey, we get the Miami Marlins, who are good, but not great. Maybe they'll travel bad. I don't know. We got to hope. We got to get something Boy, together John right Carlos now. Carlos is probably going to break out and hit 100 home runs against you guys. Probably. Well, I think Jose Fernandez pitched yesterday, so that's good. So that's you won't good. have to face him. It's good. Uh, did he blow out his arm yet? No. Just waiting for it. I think he's it. 10 and 3. I think he's doing really well. I traded him away at the start of the fantasy oh, season because I just assumed he was going to blow his arm yeah, out again. again. Well, usually once they blow their arm out, they're good for a while. Yeah, except he came back after blowing out his arm, and I thought the same thing. Yeah. And then he blew out his arm again. Yeah. <laughs> I said, cool, I'll keep him on the cheap. Blown out his arm like a month into the season. Ugh. Boy, I'm excited about this guy that plays for the Royals. Yes. Ch- Chesler Cuthbert. What an awesome name. Great name, right? Chesler Cuthbert. Cuthbert. Try saying that five times fast. He was a guy that's been up a couple times. He's really good friends with like Hosmer and those guys because they played like in the minors sure. like, a few years ago. They seem like all these guys came up together. Yeah. Well, he's playing because Mike Moustakis is, terrible. Is, is out for the year. Yeah. Tore up his knee. But he wasn't good before that. Uh, Mike Moustakis? Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> he, he plays he had, like a giant moose. He had, uh, yeah. He had seven home runs uh, before, he, you know, after like 30 games or something. I mean, that's Anyway, good, this guy Chesler. Turns out, like we, I never realized that dude has a cannon at third base. He's got a great arm, okay, and he's now got six or seven home runs in the and five of them in the like the last fifteen games or something. That's better than Mustakis. He's doing better than Mustakis right now. Although yep. you know we, we're short on the left-handed bats right now. You know, maybe we pick up some Jay Bruce. I keep talking about that. How about Ooh. Jay Bruce? I don't want uh, to think about Jay Bruce playing for the Royals. You'd actually start <laughs> like actually like uh, playing for home runs. Yeah. Only problem is, doesn't he play like? First base. He's an outfielder. Is he an outfielder? So he can play right field. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's not a good outfielder. No, he's not a good He's player. an outfielder the same way Miguel Cabrera is a first baseman. <laughs> oh no. I, I actually I think Miggy's pretty good at first base. Uh, I he's not he's, he's not, limited. 
He's limited. Well, but he has soft hands. Like, yes. if that ball, he'll scoop the ball. Yes, he He's will. He's not like some of those guys where they look like they've never worn a glove no, before. He doesn't He's have, just not fast. He doesn't have bricks for hands. Look, you're not, you're not, you can't compare him to Eric Hosmer, who's just like this gazelle at first base. I mean, that's. Which is strange, but kind of true. Yeah. In a weird way. Right. Um, uh, but no, he's not a liability. He's just not going to get to a whole lot of balls hit near him. Yeah. But he will catch everything under the sun. That's why they put him at first base. Right. Right. So it works Except for, me. for when he had that error that lost the Royals game. Well, that yeah, hurt. But that-, <laughs> that one hurt. <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, but yeah, um, and, the, and the Royals really need a starting pitcher. What about Detroit? I, they had to put An- – what happened? Why did they have to put Anibal back in the rotation? Um because he's horrible this year. He is. They put him ahead of the bullpen. He won one of the games uh, against somebody Seattle, hurt? I believe. Did somebody hurt? Is that why he came back in for a little bit, or what happened? I don't even know anymore. Like, they got Zimmerman, and then they've got Verlander, and then they've got and a then, giant freaking mess. Oh, no, and Fulmer. Fulmer. Okay, but don't they have Mike Pelfrey out there? Yeah, he's terrible. I mean, he's garbage. But you got Verlander, who's pitched better than I thought he would this year. He's although, been pretty good. Although he gave up four home runs in one inning yesterday. It's not good. But um, yeah, overall, I've been very happy with yeah, his bounce back He's season. been okay. Uh, Zimmerman's been better great. than I thought. He's been great, yeah. And Fulmer has been he's the rookie that's just been killing it yep. so far. Yep. But the other two spots, you guys need two pitchers. We good. need one pitcher. It's it's not good. So what I'm hearing is big game James Shields. Uh, trade I him again. Ray, I don't wish that on either of our teams. <laughs> yes, you do. I don't. I really if don't. If we trade it for James Shields. Oh, I would think it was hilarious. But then put him as the closer. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's throwing. He's well. He could probably throw like ninety two then if he's a closer. I feel like I could throw the ball harder than James Shields right now. Yeah, I don't know. And I topped out at an impressive fifty two mile per hour fastball, Brent. Ooh, nice. <laughs> and I efforted about as hard as James Shields' efforts to get go. that pitch up there. <laughs> I was a knuckleball pitcher, so oh sure, yeah, I believe it. Well, right now, to, then, then if it's bad, you're like, well, it's supposed to be right bad. Now I'm missing a knuckle, so <laughs> that makes it harder. At the Wolverine. Did I tell you at that wedding I had the bowl right handed? You you told me, yes. Would you, you want to tell our listeners? As an athletic person, generally athletic, okay, right? Sure. I play a lot of sports. I'm good you, at you get out a lot. Right. That I would still be able to throw a bowling ball straight at least, you know? That's hard off handed though. It was because I would I would go all the way to the right and it would still go all the way to the left. That spin because you're not used to putting spin on it with your off hand. It's just coming across my. Bo- I don't know. Is I just didn't have much strength in that arm, and it kept like going across instead of going straight up. Well, I'm going to ask a question. Can you? How well do you throw left-handed? Great. See, I throw terribly left-handed. Yeah. So I would bowl terribly left-handed. Right, but you're not having to hit a target necessarily. You're just trying to hit like a line. Like I could roll a a softball straight, I believe. But bowling ball is different because it slides. I guess it's heavier. Yeah, it's you got a grip. You've got yeah. mechanics. You've got to worry about. Yeah. I was just trying it's to hard. aim down the middle. I don't care if I just get four or five, you know. But I wasn't even doing that. I so what were your scores you put up? First uh, game was uh, sixty-seven. Woo, that's impressive. I think the second one was fifty-four. That is that is not as good. And then forty-two. Forty-two in the yeah. third game. Forty-two. Um, I started out. I only had nine pins after five five. <laughs> that's really not good. It's not. I asked the question before. I'll ask it again. W- did you even think about pulling out the bumpers? Well, no, because other people were bowling. Yeah, but so. you could put them back in again after you That's bowl. True. No, I didn't think about Pull it. Pull out the bumpers. I'm a man. Be like, for me. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Is that your boy, Mike Riley? No. Oh, What's wait. his name? Uh, Mike Gundy. Mike Gundy. Yeah. I think of Mike. And, a, and an E at the end. Yeah. Y. It counts. Yeah. Uh, so do you feel good about your Royals right now? Like, my Tigers are just, we're flailing around. I figure the Indians are due to take a dump any one of these weeks now. I feel good about the 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 lineup. And the field and the defense, but we need and the bullpen's great, but man, that number five 
pitching thing is killing us right it's now. It's becoming increasingly clear to me that we just need to like get hot at the right time, like in the second half of the season, mm-hmm. and we get to sneak into a wild card spot because well, we're not winning the division. That's everybody because you 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 just hope that you don't get so far back that you can't catch anyone. Well, that's I was the say, thing. I was telling you right before we started recording. Eleven of the uh, uh, fifteen teams in the AL are five hundred or better. Only four teams are below 500 right now, which means that, one, it's still completely wide open, but that also means these teams like the Tigers and the White Sox that are 500 have a very uphill battle reaching those wild card spots because there's a lot of teams you got to jump. Hey, here's the funny thing. Iceland just beat England in soccer. That's uh, pretty great. That's amazing. <laughs> Their miracle run continues. Oh, no wonder they voted to leave. Right? Hot Brexit talk, yeah, everybody. Right. They voted to Brexit from the uh, soccer tournament. Sounds like a few of their players Brexited early. Yep. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, we have no opinion on Brexit officially as the Raisin Brent show. No, not really. Because we really don't know about it or care. Well, yeah, it's, that's their When deal. people do dumb things in other countries that doesn't affect us, it doesn't affect us. Okay, so here's There the it is. Right now, the Detroit would be two and a half out of a wild card. Yeah. That's within striking distance. But we also have to jump like seven teams. No, no you have to jump two teams. That's it. To get to the wild card spot? Oh, no, wait. One, two, three teams. No. <laughs> two teams. Two teams. Three teams. Three teams. And there are a couple tied with you. All the teams. The point is, it's <laughs> a big mess. It's a big mess is what I'm saying. Whoever gets hot at the end is going to win. Whoever, like, who, here's the deal. I hope we, st- unlike last season, I hope we buy at the trade deadline. Get another starting pitcher. Yeah. Uh, get another bat. I don't know. Something. Something. The team on paper looks good, so. Yeah, I would like for us to get one of those guys from, like, like, how about, uh, oh, what's his name? Archer from uh, Tampa Bay. Oh, he's so good. He's been terrible this year for them, though. He has. He was good last yeah, year. he was good last I year. I liked him a lot. Yeah. Uh, you got Archer. Maybe somebody can trade for Zach Greinke, because Arizona's not going anywhere. Oh, gosh. Can you imagine Zach Greinke came back? Back to KC? Where, how far back is Arizona? Let's see. Oh, wow. 13 and a half back. Yeah. I thought Zach always wanted to win. You know, that was the kind no. of the reason, that was kind of the reason he said he left Kansas City. He Let's they go to Milwaukee. They weren't competitive. Well, they were competitive <laughs> back then because that was when they had Braun they had and two two years with Prince Fielder. Yeah, yeah, and and then but remember that because remember he went to uh, uh, then he went to the Angels. He went then the, he went to the Dodgers. Yeah. And then he went to the Diamondbacks. Yeah, he's just floating around. He's a guy. Well, he's got all those. Uh, no matter what uh, team he goes to, issues. he takes all their he takes all their liquidity and and then they they're stuck with him. And then when they suck, they can't change anything. So it's the Alex Rodriguez syndrome, basically. Thank you. Yes, Kinda. basically. Yeah. If you pay, if you pay one player $30 million. Yeah, I don't think Kansas City will take. Uh, they can't get rid of Granky yet. They signed it for how many years? So they're going to have to suck it up. and Unless they can it, find a willing trade partner. Eat it for a couple more years. Well, yeah, maybe Dodgers. Maybe the Tigers. Or, yeah, Tigers or Dodgers. <laughs> We're a team that would definitely do that. Uh, how do you feel real quick, and this is off topic, but uh, Andrew Luck is possibly about to sign a $30 million a year contract. Is that the worst thing the Colts could do? I mean, it's a hard, it's a hard thing for any NFL team in this position right now because he is a legit franchise quarterback, but if he makes all that money, you can't put a team around him. Yeah, and we already seen like he can't quite get all the way there without having a team around him already. He needs something. So if they give him even more money, I, see, I don't see them being competitive. You notice the Ravens won a Super Bowl before they had to pay Joe Flacco. Seahawks won a Super Bowl before they had to pay uh, Russell Wilson. 49ers won a super, or got to a Super Bowl, paid Colin Kaepernick, and then their team went into the toilet. It's almost like you want your quarterback to be good in their first contract and get that title before they get to the second contract. Right. Because otherwise they cost too much. Except for Tom Brady. 
Tom Brady being the one and Peyton Manning, I guess, the two That's exceptions. That's the one good thing you say about Tom Brady is that he keeps kind of like uh, not getting paid as much as he could. Yeah, his, you, you know? know how much Tom Brady's making this year? Mm. $1 million. There you go. But, of course, he renegotiated for like a $20 million signing bonus. Yeah. So that way when he has to miss four games due to suspension, he doesn't lose any money. Well, and when you've got a wife who's, you know, supermodel. She's like a she's billionaire. worth more than him, probably. I think so, yes. Giselle Bundchen has a, yeah. a a whole thing about her. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's it's weird to me. Like you want the best players, but once you get the best players, they become the problem. Yeah. Do you want one? The it's like in fantasy football when you're drafting with a snake draft. Do you want the one and sixteen player, or do you want the eight and nine player? I kind of want the eight and nine player. I'll take the one and sixteen player. Yeah. If if you pick correctly, you do great. I think the eight and nine player, you get like you know you end up getting you get, you get the best value. Yeah. You get like the third running back and the best. Receiver or the best tight end. Yeah. And then all those other, you know. Anyway. It all works. Well, anyway, we're going to be right back. We're going to talk a little Preacher and Game of Thrones after three seconds of Elton John. And I think it's going to be a long, long time. Touchdown brings me round and get to find. I'm not the man they think I am at home. Oh, no, no, no. Game of Thrones season I am finale. Just ready for Ray to eat humble pie. Eat humble pie. Eat humble pie. Why am I eating humble pie? You were poo pooing my ideas about Cersei last week. I was. I said she is not going. She is now that Ramsay Bolton is gone. She is the best villain left on the show. Am I wrong? Oh, she's like the only villain left on the show. Oh, that's right? true because Walter Frey ate it also, and he's not important enough to be really he was a big a villain. Small, he was a small. He fish. had the red wedding, and that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's the only villain left on the show, right? So I, I, I like to say both of us, I think, are coming correct in our, in our predictions meter. But mostly me. Uh, you did it. Well, t- here's the deal. I thought Cersei must, must have something going on because she was being way too calm about everything for things looking as bleak for herself as they did. I said, yeah, she has something. She is not going to no trial. She has something up her sleeve. She's too devious to not have some plan. I thought she might have a plan or at least she'd be scraping for a plan or she figured something out. I didn't think she was going to get over as hard as she did oh, in that episode. She got over harder than she, anyone. She went over harder than Goldberg in 1998 WCW. She, she did one of those Fallout 3, oh, let me uh, stand at a distance and detonate. Uh, Megaton? Megaton. Woo! Here's the deal. It's exactly what she did. You know what? She nuked the Institute. Mm-hmm. She nuked the Institute. <laughs> she nuked the Institute. I did that. Uh, I've done it, too. Made yeah. me feel bad. Well, I felt like that was the right thing to do. Here's the deal. You were wrong. Mm. It's the wrong thing to do. The Institute <laughs> is our friends. Why do you hate synths? Uh, synths are my friends. Oh, okay. Good. I like to own them. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Robots, people. Uh, anyway, so yeah, Cersei, uh, the big plot point of the whole thing. There were many big plot points that came out mm-hmm. of this episode. This was dramatic, and I'm already fired up for next season. I think, even though there was a big battle, and usually that's like the kind of the highlight of the season, the penultimate episode... This was the best episode. It's, I think it's the only time that the last episode of a season has been the best se- episode of a season. I believe a couple seasons ago, when usually it's episode 9 where all the big poop happens. Yeah. And then episode 10 is the, is the restructuring mm-hmm. of everything. But this was restructuring by, by, by sub- subtracting by a bunch of people. Nuts! Yeah. yeah, a lot of people died. Seriously, man. This wasn't dusting off the shoulders restructuring. And resetting the board, it was like, no, you're all dead now. How about Cersei sitting up in her in her area? She knows what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. She pours herself a big old glass of wine, mm-hmm. puts on the freaking hottest evil queen dress I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, outside of a, 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 a Snow White's a, a, a wicked uh, aunt or whatever, right? A stepmother. I'll just say I think that Cersei looked incredible. <laughs> 
She always does. No, she looked extra Most incredible. People, like you cut all of her hair off, and she looks better. She no, she looked better with the long hair until she, she put better. that outfit on and had she power. She does look better, but I'm saying you know you try to like defeat her by cutting her hair off, and you're like that didn't work. Oh no, she just put on that awesome chain thing, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and then that oh my god, she was great. And so she just stands there, just drinking a glass of wine, smiling, just tiny smile, and she watches the institute explode, mm-hmm. <laughs> just green fire because there was dragon fire under the city. She worked it all up. She had a little candle set up so that way at a certain time it would time out and burn everybody in the uh, uh, chamber. The, the only thing I didn't understand about this whole thing with the dragon fire okay, yes. got, uh, is there was the one guy from the High Sparrow, his like kind of right-hand man that went down and, and, and the little kids that were stabbing people. Yeah, they killed him last episode. Yeah, but they just stabbed him once and they gave him a chance to like crawl over and almost put out the fire so the dragon fire couldn't oh, go Oh, yeah, on. okay. Yeah, they killed the old guy by stabbing him a million times yeah. and then being like, ha ha, we're gone now. Yeah. The other guy, yeah, they killed him. I guess well, that was the Grand Maester. Yeah. 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 I guess, and he's the one who had the dragon fire mm-hmm. uh, in the first place. So they needed to get him out of the way so he wouldn't tell nobody about right. all his dragon fire being right. moved. Um, yeah, they let the, 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 the stupid religious Lannister kid, uh, uh, they let him off on a hook. That was dramatic license, I have to say. I guess, but... Yes, they would probably just stab him to death there in the hall, but for the sake of argument, she did stab him right in the spine so he couldn't walk anymore. That's true. So what really was he going to do? There was more than one candle burning. So That's what true. exactly was he That's going true. to do? Yeah, Dragonfire ain't no joke, Ray. So they killed the High Sparrow, Jonathan Price. Mm-hmm. Killed Marjorie. Marjorie. Killed Marjorie's Aww. brother, who can repented. Mo- can we have a moment of silence for Marjorie? Yeah, Natalie Dorner. Lovely. She, you know what, though? She knew it was she, coming. Yeah, but she was the one who tried to get out. They should have let her get out, but that's not the way of Game of Thrones, I guess. No. She tried to get out, but she she had no power in that moment. Jonathan Price had all the power, and he and his hubris, as we say, Brent, mm-hmm. Nothing's going to happen to me. I'm the High Sparrow. I'm in charge here. Please, she will be here in a minute. Just wait. Yeah. Just be patient. Uh, sh- does she not respect my authority? Obviously, they she does. Dis- they got disintegrated by they that. They got love. vaporized. <laughs> Everybody in that chamber. Not just that, but pieces of the tower were, like, destroying other parts of yeah. town. Yeah. Like, King's Landing got whooped. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. flat out smoked out. And it was... Uh, oh, was that the High Septon? Is that where they yeah, were? Yeah. yeah. And it was, well, there goes the faith. <laughs> yeah. As Christopher Hitchens uh, warned us about, this would be what happened. Great thing where we see that she had the uh, High Sparrows. uh, Now that made me a little uncomfortable because yes, that High Sparrow uh, 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 deviant nun lady needed to be punished. I thought Game of Thrones had gone away from using that type of punishment as punishment. But but she even did more than I mean. Before that even happened, she also said, you know, she had to do it because, as we know, she promised she would be the last thing she saw before she died. She did. And a Lannister always pays their debts, Ray. That's what I hear. So she couldn't have her just be in the high septum over with those guys. She had to be tied up. Well, she, yeah, she couldn't. She couldn't just die like that. She needed extra punishment. And then she said, yeah, oh, so you're going to kill me now? No. Oh, no. No, no. No, 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 no. You're going to live a long time. You're live a long time. And it's going to be really yeah. awful. Yeah. Yeah. I, know, I, hope, I, hope, I hope we're not hounding you too much, but... Uh, <laughs> Okay, Ramsey. <laughs> Have you seen that meme out there of Sansa Stark with the dog, and then it's got Ramsey Bolton on the can of dog food? No. And it's like an ad for like puppy chow. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's so pretty good. great. Uh, okay, well, that's but just. I love that when Cersei walks away yes. and she's just going shame, 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 shame. and she shame. tried to get her to admit you liked it. It wasn't your job. You liked. Yep. Making me. No, I was just following orders. Yeah. Uh, I know better. Okay. Well, I want to meet my friend the Hound. A mountain on the mountain. Sorry. Would you, you meet, meet my, my friend giant friend, the, the mountain, mountain, who's a zombie and a terrible person? Yes. 
I'm just going to let him do whatever he wants now. Bye. Bye. Don't shame. Love, oh, and by the way, shame. Don't love that storytelling tool, but it felt a little... I but, felt bad for liking it. But it's kind of medieval, you know? And oh, that's... He's definitely getting medieval. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just one of the many things that happened in this episode. Mm-hmm. We'll briefly touch on Arya Stark kills... Um, oh, she showed up in like five minutes later, somehow was across the sea... Somehow she made it all the way across. If, if, if Daenerys Targaryen had Arya Stark's ability to travel, she would have won the throne five seasons ago. The game would ago. have been over. Yeah. The Game of Thrones game is of over. Game of Thrones would be over. She makes it all the way across the world. Where did she get that face from? No clue. The, the hot girl face? Because I thought that she wasn't part of those people. But it's like, oh, she learned their ways. Yeah, but they have a house of faces. And to my knowledge, because she, she gave one face instead of her own, she was allowed to leave in a terrible plot point. But then, like, she can't have other faces yeah. unless she learned how to cut off faces and wear them, in which case she killed an innocent girl well, for the right to play that part. Hanging out with Ramsey Bolton, and then he, he cut off a face for her. And, and, and the character turn went dark from being Arya's this plucky David Eckstein-like <laughs> character. To David now Eckstein, wow. That's the poll. And, and now she's just, like, murdering people in cold blood and mm-hmm. smiling at them as they even gurgle though, away. Even though she couldn't kill people uh, for the faceless people for some nope, reason. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, they were good people. I guess. I guess. They were actors. That doesn't make them good. If I, if I know anything, if they were actors, they were not good people. Terrible people. <laughs> they are the worst they people. They are the worst. And we're part of them. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Um, and so they uh, Arya Stark killed somebody, so she's a real assassin now. She's going to keep popping out and killing people, I figure, with an agenda well, only on she knows. List. Yeah. On her list, which means look out, Hound. Look out, Hound. Hound's changed his ways, but I know he's on the list. Yep. Look out, Hound. No, she's going she's gonna to wipe away a tear, see him helping people in the foreground, and then... Murder him anyway? Put the other face back on. Yeah. Take that face off and just be like, you're forgiven, Hound. <sighs> yeah, I could do without the Arya Stark storyline. Pretty much, it's one of the biggest but, letdowns in my uh, life of, uh, of fiction. But I did love that... Frey, Walter Frey gate it. Got yeah. It. Walter Frey got it. Terrible, terrible person. Yeah. He likes him young. Yeah. Ugh. And okay, so then we have the Jon Snow storyline. Jo- okay, this is cool. This storyline, I think, mm-hmm. has lots of legs. Sansa and Jon Snow reunited. Happy days. We love each other. We're brother and sister. We're doing this. Right. They're doing it. Jo- no, they're not. Jon Snow says to Sansa, like, you're the queen. I'm going to support you. You're my queen. We're you- doing it now. We are not. Yeah, no. Oh. Uh, that's the Lannisters. Oh, okay. Uh, he says to Sansa, you're the queen. I'm going to support you. You're the ruler. You're the one that's going to you know, be in charge. Mm-hmm. And, then they, and then Littlefinger's like, how well do you really trust this Jon Snow? How do you know he's not going to get corrupted by power? Da, 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 da. And Sansa's like, I believe he's my half-brother. I believe in him. Da, da, da. They get to the dinner, the Rob Stark no, but dinner. Also, but also, you know, Littlefinger was also implying, I want to be the king. Uh, Littlefinger made his move. I'm gonna and be the, Sansa I, Stark said, on no uncertain terms, no. Nah. Not into old, old creepy guys. Thanks for the army. No thanks. I mean, why don't you just pull a quantum break and just go back in time and not do that? Right. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> um, so here's the deal, though. So at that dinner, Jon Snow has pledged Sansa Stark, you're the one. Yeah. Everybody says Jon Snow is the king of the north. Yeah. Hail, hail, hail the king of the north. And Jon Snow's like, all right, I'm the king of the north. Sansa looks over to Littlefinger. Littlefinger's like, told you. Told you you can't really like trust it. He's not going to support you, dog. He's going to leave you out in the cold, and you're going to be left with Sansa's nothing. Sansa's okay with him being. I think that it's it's sowing the seeds of doubt that will come into play next season. 
Yeah. I think they will be adversaries at one point because she wants the throne now. She has done what it takes. She's gone through all this poop. Well, Not that he hasn't, but she feels she's now deserving of okay. the House Stark, and now he's getting it? Okay, so let's let's move over to him, then to Bran, because this ties in with Jon Snow. Yes. Right? We see the baby Jon Snow. Baby Jon Snow. So what is the mom whispering, please keep my secret over it? So he's like some, he's of noble birth, right? He's not. I don't think so. I think he's not related at all to uh, uh, Ned Stark. I think she had an affair and she she pinned it on Ned Stark. But I think if, oh. if I'm guessing right now, the secret is Jon Snow is not. They made a big deal of saying like the blood of the Starks runs through his veins. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to get a reveal, a deep reveal that it was based on a lie. Ned Stark might have had an affair with the woman, but she got pregnant by other means or she was already mm-hmm. pregnant at the yeah. time. And that she's trying to pin the baby on Ned Stark because I've seen Maury Povich. That's what you do. So who you take else? the guy with the power and the money, you pin the baby on him. So if we follow the money then, or yes. uh, the, follow the, the money. clues, where it's got to be somebody ironic that, he's, that he hates, that he's actually... A, I don't even think it needs to be that far. It's just the fact that he is not descended from Ned Stark in any way. Mm -hmm. That's going to cause a bigger rift between him and Sansa, because now it's like, you're not even my brother. But how is she going to find that out? I mean, Bran's going to be stuck in this tree now. Well, here's the deal. Uh, They wouldn't bring it up if it wasn't going to pay off at some point. No, yeah, I get it. I'm just wondering (laughs) how they're going to do it. Yeah, Sansa Raven? I don't know. Hmm. I mean, he is the three-eyed raven right now. Yeah, he's the three-eyed raven. So I don't. Here's the deal. That's my prediction. I can't even say for sure that that's what it is. I haven't read the books or any of that stuff. Well, I, it I've, just feels like that's the obvious secret that it would be because they're making such a big deal about supporting him as the Lord of the North, King of the North, because he's a Stark. Well, it seems to me like either he has to be of noble birth, but that doesn't seem like it could be because she's not of noble birth. I guess this lady, right? Well, I don't know who that was. In a weird way, if Jon Snow wasn't related to Ned Stark, then him and Sansa are not brother and sister. They could get together at that point. But then that's really weird. Yeah, they grew up as brother and sister. That's just a little too but, creepy. But, that's too Woody uh, Allen for me. But don't you think there could be also a twist where he is, like, let's say, one of Walter Frey's... Yes, in you know theory. I mean? I mean, yes, that's the other direction then you could take. he's it. a Frey also. Not one only of, is he not a Stark, he's also somebody that he hates. That could be. I mean, honestly, yeah. I just think, like, uh, uh, I think the more interesting storyline is... He's a lot of his claims are coming from the fact that he is a Stark. Mm-hmm. You take that away from him, that character becomes powerless overnight and more interesting as a result. Yeah, I don't know because he's still the same guy. But man, what a great episode! Was there anything else that would yes happened in the episode? Daenerys Targaryen. Oh yeah, hello. Of course, Daenerys Targaryen uh, uh, gets rid of her boy toy. Yeah. Uh, she says, uh, I can't have a boy toy when I go to Westeros. I got to have unattached. And that was Tyrion's idea. Mm-hmm. And dude even calls it out. He goes, this is Tyrion's idea. And she's like, it's my idea. He gave it to me, but it's my idea. Yeah. And it's the right thing to do. So she's cutting all her ties. Yep. She's got Tyrion now as the new hand of the queen. Mm-hmm. So he's the top advisor, correctly mm-hmm. so. Yeah. And uh, boom. Is this setting up to be like the Battle of Three Queens, though? Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Sansa, Cersei, Daenerys. Once we get Jon Snow out of the picture, yeah, <laughs> I guess my theory on this was uh, it's going to be the, the next round is going to be Jon Snow's army versus uh, Daenerys's army, and it's going to be like what I said before the WrestleMania six play the top two baby faces in the company Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan fight for the titles. They're both champions of their own right. One's world champion, one's intercontinental champion, and the fans are split down the middle who they're rooting for in a battle of good guy versus good guy. 
Yeah. And I think that's what is how it's going to play out. And meanwhile, Cersei's going to sit back and, and get her power base back up and running again, watching it happen, just getting herself ready for the final season. Because I think they said there's going to be two more seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, getting ready for the final season where Cersei's all like, come get me. I kind of think that um, the way Game of Thrones works, what makes sense to me is that Jon Snow and his army and... Daenerys' army are just going to destroy each other, and Cersei's just going to be left by herself. It could be. You know? <laughs> I, I feel like somehow this ends with Tyrion on the throne, but I just don't know exactly how that works. I don't think that's Game of Thrones, though, you know? I think, I think it's very Game of Thrones, where after I all the dust is settled, Tyrion's very, the only one left. I think it's very evil that you know, the most evil person ends up being the... That's correct, but I still and don't... she also went down to like almost being killed Yeah, and being totally shamed. You're right. Coming back and being the queen after she... She did that whole thing where she, you know, she schemed her, around with the schemed her way, schemed her way back. into being the queen. She yep. was the queen, fell all the way to the bottom, and gets all the way back up. Not even bringing up the fact that yeah, the reason she's queen. Did we talk about that because her son killed himself? Oh yeah, Tommen. I don't even think we mentioned it. Tommen says, "Oh, all was wrong. Oh, everyone's dead." I don't know. I felt like Tommen could have waited because he, he. I don't think he needed to kill him. Now he is like thirteen. He did and it, confused. No, but he also could have sat there and been like, "Okay, I don't know who was actually in that building. It's possible Marjorie got he out. May have jumped the gun a little bit. Yeah, I think he saw literally his kingdom crumble around him, mm-hmm. and he took the coward's way out. Oh yeah, because he's just not a strong. He's not a strong character. We already know his convictions are poor. Yeah, he he would not even lift a finger to save either his mom or his wife. He allowed the High Sparrow not once but twice to take command and power. That, that was the other thing I was patting myself on the back for because I did say, I think, I think she's done with Tommen. Well, he she screwed is. her over, and it turns out she was. She wasn't. She might not have known he was going to kill himself, but she must have had an idea that it well, was on the table. But I think the proof was in the whole thing where they said, "Oh, what should we do with his body? Oh, just burn him." Oh yeah, just burn him. I don't burn care. Burn him, put him over here. So Cer- she was, there was no tears. One thing that was brought up in the post game of Game of Thrones was uh, Cersei's big thing was she's a cool, uh, conniving, ruthless, terrible person who only wants power. But the way that she was humanized was her three children. Mm-hmm. She loved each of them deeply. She propped each one up. She she tried to take care of them. Uh, that was her deal. And mm-hmm. we already knew from prophecy they were all going to die. So Cersei is left without an F to give on the planet. She can basically do it all for herself now. That's dangerous. Yeah, she only, has no weak spots. Yeah, the only thing about Cersei is she really has no people left except for the mountain. She's got all the seven kingdoms. She is the queen. Mm, most of them are aligned with someone else now, though. It's true. And that's uh, why maybe this is ripe for the taking. Yeah. I mean, I guess, uh, you know. She does have that one army. I guess her brother and those guys yeah. are, are, aren't dead, so... But Jamie Lannister is scared of her, too. You could tell. That one look where he looks over, he's like, you mm, pulled it off, yeah. and I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, hey, let's, we got a few minutes left. Let's talk about Preacher briefly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, interesting episode. I thought it was started off really strong with the Saint of... The stuff with the Saint of Killers. Saint and if you guys Killers. don't know this, that's the Saint of Killers back in old-timey like, Texas. It's in 1800s Texas. Uh, they did a wonderful job telling mm-hmm. that story. The one time in Preacher, I think they did a great job telling the mm-hmm. story. Yeah. Because he, he goes to get the medicine for his family. Uh, he gets the medicine, but he gets delayed by bad people. Mm-hmm. And as a net well, result... He, of be- he almost goes back home and then thinks, oh, man, there's bad things happening to these people. Let me go try- back and try to help them. I, I made a connection with this family. Mm-hmm. Something's bad's about to happen to this family. But he gets back there and finds out that family was also terrible. They were terrible. <laughs> they had 50 scalps in yeah. their bag. Yeah. So he was wrong for thinking they were going to get taken advantage of. They were just as evil and corrupt as everybody else yeah. in this world. 
the guy recognizes him from the Civil War fighting at Gettysburg or whatever mm-hmm. it was, and then they kick the crap out of him, shoots his horse right in the face. So he has to walk home. He has to walk all the way home, and it was already like a three-day ride. Yeah. By the time he gets home, as is in the story, he gets delayed. Family's dead by the time he gets back. Yeah, but the buzzards were having like a good, or the crows. You know they what? Were, were having like a great. I believe they were vultures. Meal. Yeah, vultures were having a great. They didn't look big enough to be vultures, but B- baby vultures. And yeah, maybe crows. Baby okay. vultures feeding on baby children. Yeah, but they were they were having a good meal. You know what? Part of the ecosystem. Got to yeah. give back. Yep. Uh, <laughs> they, you know, they, they. What did they want to eat? Which part of the person? Take your peck. Oh, Am I right? Really. That just happened. <laughs> uh, so now Saint of Killers is going to walk all the puts on his guns. He's going to walk all the way back to town. He's going to murder everybody in that town. Oh yeah, <laughs> ain't nobody surviving that. Yeah. Get out now. Rat Be like water. Marjorie. Get out. Sorry, Ratwater. Something's something's going wrong. He's about to shoot the R out of Ratwater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying that was great. That was my favorite part mm-hmm. of the episode. Then uh, uh, some weird things happen with like Arseface mm-hmm. and his dad have like some weird moments and uh, uh, he gets. And uh, we, I had a theory about this because uh, the the mom of the girl who got kicked in the head by the horse and was in the coma, she is screaming that he's a, Arseface is a murderer, you're a murderer, and Preacher makes her forgive him. Yeah. If I'm going to re- go back to the comics on this one and read between the lines, it's because uh, uh, her son was the other kid who shot himself in the face with a shotgun when Arseface right. did it. Which so she considers him a murderer. She considers him a murderer because yeah. he lived and he, her son did not, right. even though the whole thing was her son's idea, at least in the comics it was. Spoiler alert. Uh, right. That was interesting. The, there's weird scenes that happen with like a tulip. I'm I hate this portrayal of tulip so much. Every uh, time she's on screen, so, she's making me it's angry. Not so, the character herself is fine. The actress is fine. It's just not tulip. It well, it's not tulip is where it started, and now she's starting to bug me in other ways. Is that right? That her southern accent, I think, is really strange. Hmm. It's almost like too much. It's like yeah. when I do a southern accent, and it's like un, uh, unacceptable. <laughs> well, your southern accent is spot on because remember. All the hillbillies came out of the mountains and went to Detroit. So that's keep, what happened. I keep hearing that, but yeah. I don't understand that's it in happened. any way. Yeah. Uh, also, like, she's just doing, making weird choices, her weird smile, her weird, like, she does fiercely criminal things, and everybody just seems, to, she always gets away with it. Yeah. For reasons I don't fully understand. Yeah. She robs a drugstore with a submachine gun and a ski mask on. Well, she was getting drugs for Cass because she was bribing him with drugs. So that he'd have sex with her? So that he would... Yeah, she was just bribing him to get on her good side, and you know she's basically. She, I just don't even understand drugs. what she's even doing. She's basically saying, "Oh, well, now you're gonna have sex with me. I'm your girl. Pretend like you're my girlfriend or whatever." She's trying to make Jesse jealous. She's trying to I'm make thinking. Jesse jealous. That's obvious. Yeah, but it doesn't make sense in any way. Why? Yeah. Well, what is she trying to do? Well, you said she didn't look very happy while they were doing the deed. They did not. Well, probably because Cass is terrible in bed. So he was having a good time. <laughs> Gracious. <laughs> And then we get the cool thing with Jackie Earl Haley, with Quinn Cannon, yeah. who's now serving the Lord. Yeah. The problem is... Uh, I believe he thinks these other people are charlatans, so he's I, just going to kill them. I'm super... It's like this episode of Preacher, a lot of interesting things happen that none of it got explained, and I don't get it. Right, I know. It's yeah. like, thankfully, I have some knowledge of the books to maybe help guide my knowledge, but with Quinn Cannon, uh, he murders these four people right. from who come from Austin, Texas, to this other firm, and I guess they want to work together on infrastructure stuff or something, and he flat out murders all four of them with a shotgun. Right. While they're drinking brandy in his office, and it's and he's just smiling, he's just like, "All right, serve yeah. the Lord, serving yep. God." Yep. I don't know exactly what he means by serve God. Obviously, it's a different meaning than what Jesse Custer meant. We get those devils, uh, devils arguments, right? Yep. If you sign a contract with the devil, he'll find a loophole in there to make it bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, and then you have the guys from heaven 
And the, I like those guys. Those with, two actors are really good. With the phone from heaven rings, so now they know they're in trouble. They know they're in trouble, but then when they go to answer it, it stops ringing. Yeah, when they're, they're thinking up their story, they're trying to think of, oh, here's, here's what we're going to say. They like you, so you tell the story. Then right about when they're about to answer the phone, it stops ringing. Oops. Uh-oh. That means daddy's coming home. That's not good. You're in trouble. That's not good. Well, those are the guys who go wake Don't the make saint. me come over there. Those are the guys who have to go wake the saint of killers still. <laughs> yep. And that does not end well. <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway, um, Preacher episode five, interesting things happened. Mm-hmm. I really wish we'd figure out what's the point of any of it. Right. I'd like a central plot at some point. Yeah. Rather than just stuff happens, the show. It's true. Man, man in a church. It's true. There are cool things that happen, but overall, it's like, how is it tied together? And How is it tied together? What are we leading to? When is it going to make sense? Where are yeah. we going? Right. I, I'd like to start. Let's start answering those questions now. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm sure the season's almost over now, probably. Well, we're only about halfway through, I think. Oh, really? It's only five episodes. So, like, ten episodes? I would assume. Huh. Okay. There you go. I thought so. maybe season one, they'd do a shortened episode, shortened episodes to see if they... Gain some traction. There's a lot of stuff, a lot of storylines I think they want to finish up. Like the whole thing with Queen Cannon is probably going to get wrapped up this season because even though Jackie Rohaley's been in almost every episode so far, they keep re- listing him as a guest star. Yeah, but they do that on shows sometimes where people have been the guest star for like years and years and years. Yeah, I just don't but. see him going past more than one season though because that character didn't go past. What else do you have going on? That character had one story arc. What else do you have happening? Uh, the new Watchmen movie. Watchmen 2. Watchmen 2. It's more watching. I don't know. Anyway, we'll be right back to wrap up the show after three seconds of Joan Jett and the Blackheart. I said, hey, 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 I said, hey, 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 I mean, before we get out of here today, Derrick uh, Rose gets traded to the I, Knicks. I think the most exciting thing is my Pacers. We got rid of George Hill, and we got George uh, George Teague, Jeff Teague. So uh, let's start off with uh, who do you think got the better of the deal? Why are you looking at me like that? Wow. Jeff Teague. You Jeff. think the hot Jeff Teague talk is what's going to be moving the numbers? Jeff Teague. Pulling the needle forward. And then George Hill, both of them. It's a mega trade. <sighs> Meanwhile, the former MVP got traded. Are Bulls fans finally done making excuses for him? <laughs> I haven't heard many of them. They've been pretty quiet since he they left. Get super quiet. He's been their favorite thing every single year. Is it not? Is it like like a trope of the year? As soon as the NBA uh, preseason starts, we get to hear all about how Derrick Rose's knee is doing much better. His back is way improved. He's 100% and backed ready to lead the Bulls into the deep end of the playoffs and win that championship finally. Is that not what we've heard the last like three or four straight seasons? And then every year ends in massive disappointment as he's both terrible and can't play because of injury? Yeah, I mean, and now that he's gone, I haven't heard anybody say, oh, man, he was about to make a big comeback. It's weird that the Bulls fans suddenly jump off the bandwagon the second that he leaves town. Yeah. Huh, weird that. It's almost like the same way I stopped defending Indomitian Sue. <laughs> right. As soon as he went as as to he Miami. Left. Well, he's still great, Dom- Indomitian Sue. Um, is he? Especially great since he left Detroit. Now he's just mainly a Husker still. Yeah. A guy who doesn't win any games is completely irrelevant, but is still making way too much money. Remember that thing we talked about a couple segments ago about get a guy you. makes too much money and the rest of his team can't hey, be good? Get yours, Sue. Hey, get yours. hey, you know what? I'm glad he's somebody else's problem now. <laughs> <laughs> I can put that out there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was excited about to see Derrick Rose get traded only because most of my Chicago friends will finally shut up about it. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying. 
Uh, in any case, that's the end of this episode, episode 140 of Raisin Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And this is some contact information if you want to contact the show. Uh, you can first off give us five stars on iTunes. Just do it. Go to Facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast. We post stuff sometimes. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it. Click like on there. We, we want to get more likes. Likes are good. They make, make us think you care. Yeah. Even though you don't. Well, it doesn't uh, matter. They make us think that. Well, I just want to think it uh, uh, in a false uh, way. Thank makes you. me happier. I can sleep at night. Thank you. You can hit us up on Twitter. We're at Ray Brent Podcast, or you can hit me up individually. I am at Almighty Ray. I'm at Scoops Pope. And yeah, lots of interaction happening uh, uh, with people, and that's always a good thing. Let's mm-hmm. th- thank some people, Brent. Yeah, Jeremy Buck in the Bang. Got to thank the Trainwrecks. Trainwrecks. Jordan Monsell. Jordan Monsell. He just had an art show last weekend. Apparently, people were waiting in line 11 hours before the gallery opened. I believe it. I do believe it because you know why Jordan Monsell makes good art. He's amazing. I bought stuff from him last year. Yeah. You've bought stuff from, yeah, him, in bought stuff from him in the past. You know why? Because he's awesome. Makes good art. Go to yep. Silhouettes by Jordan on Facebook or jordanmonsell.com and get your art. Silhouette art. We also got to thank Greg Lopez. Mm-hmm. Got to thank our intrepid producer, uh, David Knoll. Dino. Uh, no one calls him Dino. Except for me. Except for you. And I'm uh, cool, so. Uh, sure. And everyone calls him that, by the way. Everybody calls him Dino. You just called him that right now. I did not call him Dino. You just said Dino twice. I, that doesn't mean I'm calling him that. Calling him what? I'm not David Knoll, our intrepid producer. Oh, you mean Dino? No, I do not. Oh, my gracious. Is there anybody else you want to thank out there, Brent? Nope. Nobody at all? Mm-mm. You want to thank Jeff Teague? Jeff Teague. For being Welcome the newest to the Pacers. Pacers. Andrew White, thanks for screwing over the Huskers. Oh, yeah. Talk, mention it briefly. Andrew White, you got into a Twitter war. No, not a Twitter war. A Twitter massacre. No, not really. A war is two-sided. No, this was a Andrew verbal White, beat Nebraska's down. Uh, returning uh, leading scorer and rebounder, you know, declared for the draft. Yes. And then found out that he wasn't going to get drafted high. Yes. And then at the last minute before the draft says, oh, I'm going to come back to Nebraska. Great. And then like two or three weeks later says, oh, by the way, I'm transferring. Where is he transferring to? <laughs> no idea. But thanks for, uh, thanks for the heads up, dude. I appreciate the newest member of the Michigan Wolverines. Right. I, Welcome I, to the family, Andrew. Oh, you're going to love him. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Peace. You're going to have to drag me out in chains.